And we'll begin the show right off the bat with breaking news, critters. Breaking news. Racing Twitter is on fire right now. The Kentucky Derby has been decided by a disqualification. When that horse started lugging out on a turn, I couldn't believe that there was no inquiry. <laughs> uh, of course, talking about uh, maximum security, the, yes. the unofficial winner there. When he started entering the stretch on the on the turn, I mean, just came off and interfered with a bunch of horses, and everybody kind of went on like everything was fine, like Rubbin was racing. Yeah. So I turned it off, and I, I drove to work, and I noticed everybody was still in the parking lot at Los Al. And I came in, and uh, daytime announcer Mark Radsky, he was he just gave me a thumbs down, and <laughs> that's when I knew something must have been going on. Well, it was, and I'll admit that I didn't even see the the infraction live because I just had my eyes on a horse that had bet on on Tacitus. I uh, I wanted to see what what moves he was making, so at no point that was I really looking towards towards the lead at that point. But then they started showing the replays. Mm-hmm. And then the, you start seeing not only one horse get affected. It was like two or three horses that, and then it turned into a kind of a little bit of a shockwave. I kind of easily, it impacted, I want to say, three horses, yeah. top of my head. Uh, but it has been a crazy last half hour here. Uh, we're recording this immediately after that has gone official. But maximum security went from the undefeated horse almost winning the derby to getting now... Well, he crossed the finish line in front, but he eventually got the cute end. 65 to 1. The <laughs> parking lot horse, Country House. Yeah. He gets put up for the win. And shout out to Flavian Pratt. Shout out to Anlin J. Foxwoods. All the partnership there. My man, Alex Holis Jr. Wow. What a way to win your Kentucky Derby via the queue. Yeah, I mean, it was bombs. All that. I mean, I'm sure you had you had the super, right? 51,000? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure you had that. Yeah. But, yeah, I, you know, maximum security was my play before uh, even the scratch of Omaha Beach. So uh, I was a little sentimental watching that horse uh, going. I, I Look, when he, when he did the infraction on the turn, I thought, okay, they're just going to let it go. And he was game throughout. He still uh, was headed by other horses and, and kicked on. But... I think deservedly so came down. I, th- I think they, they made the right call. Yeah. But I'm just shocked that they hadn't put up the inquiry. It took an objection to get there. Man, and that's that's gonna be, that's a derby that uh, we're never gonna forget. No. Never. No. Never. Mark Ratsky, he said uh, he said it went from kind of a forgettable derby, you know, because he thought the field was so-so to to uh, now nobody will ever forget this never. one. Never, never gonna forget the, that Kentucky Derby. So uh, the the rumblings are still happening. The dust is still settling uh, as, uh, as a result of those that infraction and that disqualification. Wow. And it's, it's crazy because uh, I was watching the, the, the live feed and, like, <laughs> uh, Flavian Pride, the connections, yeah, they're the derby winners. But I could, I, I could tell it's a completely different feeling of, like, yeah. you know, like, you're not enjoying the, the majesty of winning the derby. Hey, you're you're still the Derby winner, but uh, this is this has got a different kind of feeling. But nonetheless, congrats to the connections. Yeah, definitely, it's it's uh, it's a lot different than actually, you know, if he would actually went and challenged Maximum Security and went by. I think that's a different uh, feeling when you actually cross the line yep. first and you have the whole crowd going crazy along with you. But instead, they wait out an inquiry and. Yes, they, they still get the Derby win. They still get the money, but uh, it, it is a little different feeling. And uh, kicking myself because the, the course that I keep tacitus eventually got bumped up to third. Um, 
but Country House, I thought the post was too, too wide. Yeah. But he had that style that obviously could make the trip work. He got it done. Um, and then who got second? Oh, Code of Honor. Yeah. I kind of jumped off of him. The more I looked at the Florida Derby, uh, the more I thought he wasn't fully pace compromised. I thought a lot of people said, oh, he didn't get any pace. Well, I just I felt like he he was kind of spinning his wheels. But still, there was a lot of talk from like people that I listened to on podcasts or just public handicappers that really were saying if it was going to rain that they were going to move him up. Mm-hmm. And credit to them because he ran a huge effort there to get for second. I kind of jumped off of him at the last moment. Uh, I had him in my top five or top six just like like last week when we were talking on the quarters on air. Uh, but I kind of jumped off of him uh, the more I looked at that race. But... Man, if you were able to connect any kind of exotics in that race, yeah. What did the fifty cent try pay? Fifty cent try, fifty seven hundred. One dollar super, fifty one thousand. The two dollar exacta, three thousand dollars. Unbelievable. So, I mean, I'm kind of glad that you didn't you didn't end up hitting because I mean we probably wouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. need this show we anymore. Because uh, you know how I do my Taco and Trifecta series for AVR. Yeah. So I usually try to key a horse, and I got greedy this year. I just wanted to pound it for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I played it for a dollar. I usually have a budget of a hundred bucks um, that I try to play, so I played it for a dollar. Uh, played it for fifty cents. I could have spread out more, but still, you got to be creative and still catch those the, that country house horse there on the outside. But nonetheless, congrats to, to the ownership, to all the connections there. Now on to uh, Preakness, just two weeks. By the time we get to the Preakness, the dust is still not going to settle. This is the debate on Twitter is yeah. not going to stop. This is going to be fun to, yeah, to watch. I, because like we said, uh, w- with the winner there, um, you're always going to wonder, you know, were we good enough to win? Yeah. And uh, are we, you, is it going to be the favorite going into, the, gonna next, be a little in, into the next race? There's still going to be so qu- so many questions uh, up in the air uh, for the next leg that, uh, you know, until we uh, get a, a, de- a definitive winner, uh, there's just going to be uh, some good betting lines out there for the next now race. Now the revenge factor kicks in, kind of like in sports betting when, like, uh, a favor loses, or yeah. you know, they they feel like they lost the game that they should have won. Yeah. Next game, all the <laughs> the sports handicaps are like, this is the revenge game. They're back. Oh. And, so, and as handicappers, you know, we love to have an excuse <laughs> oh, that sure. way we can come back and for play sure. something. So, can't wait. It's gonna be a fun uh, two weeks leading up to the Preakness. But uh, Country House, uh, somebody tweeted out a uh, live look at Bill Mott's uh, uh, schooling country house yeah and it was a picture of a horse in the parking lot <laughs> it was hilarious it was by far one of the best tweets of the week i, yeah. I tweeted it out I, I retweeted it who would have known right i mean yeah. in the 20 it didn't matter i mean there's so much that goes into the post position draws and uh where you want to be there and then you know maybe it helped them out there being on the outside because a lot of those horses like you said on, on the turn there you know they got involved there had to check was it war of will i think he almost like clipped heels Mm uh during that incident so uh maybe being out there uh, was to his advantage even though uh, he couldn't go by in the end but did get put up and uh hey this time it worked out and a country house had come out of a third place finish there in the arkansas derby behind omaha beach and improbable before that it was a fourth place finish in the louisiana derby behind by my sanders and spinoff uh I was a believer in my by my Sanders and spinoff, but they just didn't didn't fire today. So shout out to Country House, uh, Flavian Pratt, Bill Mott, uh, owners Shields McFadden, and of course Elaine J. Foxwood's there. What a thrill! Can't imagine they're going to party late into the night. I can't even imagine. Imagine uh, winning, winning a winning. race that big. I mean, like when I won 
when I won the the Governor's Cup fraternity uh, uh, with hard hitting, those, there's usually like uh, that was just that was the pinnacle, right? Like the greatest yeah. thing. I think in the same year I had won like a four thousand dollar maiden claimer uh, with, with our other horse, and it still felt great. But I mean, it, it's just something I I couldn't believe it. Yeah. That was just, and even to see my dad shocked because he's very stoic. Yeah, he's like, you know, like he's been there kill. a million times. Yeah, and uh, to even see him break out of his shell a little and uh, you know get that that big feeling again, that that was really nice. So I couldn't imagine winning in front of that many people. That's got to be something really special. And uh, you know, and to think that once upon a time, Flavian Pratt was a rider of Omaha Beach. Oh, it's Every, crazy! Everything uh, comes back full circle. Yeah. that's why uh, don't burn bridges, and uh, <laughs> you never know who you're going to end up. Whether you get taken off, there's uh, or uh, taken off a horse. There's always you know other uh, possibilities that present themselves. So I mean, that's why you just keep your connections open and then see what works out. Wow, what a race, what a drama, and of course, the rain always plays a factor there on Derby Week. So that's a wrap on that. You were just telling me, how did I miss out on this? One of my favorites <laughs> won at Remington, and I didn't get a courtesy text or a courtesy alert from you? Hey, look, I, I worked the morning show over there at TVG, so I was in uh, I was in Dreamland. you got to bl blame George and Mr. LaSalle about this because they were all over. LD is back today. I know... Uh, that's one of your favorite horses out here when he was going, e even possibly champion of champions contender last yes. year for you. It was uh, first time Ponce though. And what well, did he pay? He paid six forty for the win in a in a very small field. I think it was only like six deep. And there's horses like Tough to Be and and some other ones that kind of tailed off in their older age. So you're gonna have to definitely message them. Don't don't come to me crying about Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. I'm I'm gonna have to speak to someone here because. I don't get a courtesy text from these guys. Come on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let me, actually, do you know what race it was? Let me go back. Let me go check. It. Oh, I found it right here. Remington Park, race number eight. Yes. LD is back. $6.40 winner. Unbelievable. And going 400 yards. You it's know, the problem was you're, you've been watching too much Sunray. <laughs> You watch Sunray true. Park. That is true. It's kind of what we go through right now. What I was saying about all these quarter horse tracks start running at the same time, and you just start looking at so many PPs that you get lost in the shuffle. Um, you would have never missed that if you were looking at Sunray. Oh, Ray. no, never. Never. <laughs> I'm over there at Sunray chasing hardcore troubadour and all these horses over there. Unbelievable. Wow. And, look, this is kind of like the thing where uh, kind of one of my things that, I, that we know. Actually, you know, I'm pretty sure other people know this as well, but Sometimes when everybody's going one way, you might as well go another way. A two-to-one is going to pay yeah. a two-to-one, whether it's Remington, Sunray, Golden Gate, the Fairs, Los Al, uh, Albuquerque, whatever. A two-to-one, a ten-to-one, they're going to pay the same wherever it is at. Yeah. And sometimes you see that, you know, for the regular California players, like, you know, like I keep track of the California Derbert circuit, sometimes, like, we tend our focus too much on Churchill. You know, when Church of the Downs weekends comes up, so everybody focuses over there. There's still money to be made if you just keep uh, keep your keep with your strong suits. Yeah, definitely. You got to take a look and see what you ultimately like. Yeah. Look, we know the the pools are going to be huge at Churchill, but I'm not that big of a thoroughbred guy, yeah. so I'm not going to dive into waters <laughs> that I don't really know about. I'm going to try and stick to the things I know about, like you know Remington, Louisiana, Sunray, all, all these uh, these quarter horse tracks. So. 
you just gotta kind of look around, see what there is, pick your spots. You know what? The, what do they say? You got You can uh, you know win a race, but you can't beat the races or something like that. Yeah. Isn't that the correct saying? So uh, you just kind of look around and uh, find your niche. I only bet a total of I want to say five or six races, uh, both Friday combined Friday and Saturday at Churchill. Mm -hmm. uh, but there was one race where I I didn't bet. I kind of backtrack and I'm kicking myself. That is Bower Call on Saturday on the turf at Churchill. I saw some tweets I about think that 10 horse. To one. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a horse that's been good to me here at, at in SoCal. Uh, man, I, that's the only one that I wish I would have uh, got down and, and and bet. But I didn't I didn't dive deep enough into that race uh, to really kind of bet any exotics at all. But uh, it wasn't. Uh, I think the last two years the Derby weekend has been good. Churchill for me this year couldn't cash a bet in six bets. Yeah. So I think I I think I went zero for six today. The six races I bet at Churchill. Well, you could have been along with the ride uh, with me at uh, Sam Houston <laughs> on a Friday night when they had the Sam Houston fraternity in the Derby, I and bet. I get to pick four for a, a huge sum of thirty dollars. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Couldn't get one price underneath. <laughs> Let's talk about those two races. <laughs> the Derby was won by the Red Horse, who was a huge favorite, right? Eyes are jumping. Yeah, eyes are jumping. Just got it. Just looked like a one horse race, right? Yeah. Uh, I bet the Super. Oh, did you? I had the one. Yeah. And then I had like four horses by four by four by like six, four by four by like eight or something like that. And I had the 10 at 24 to one for second on the outside. Okay. And then I didn't see who was on the inside of the 10, so I thought I didn't hit it because I was yeah. like, I don't think I had anyone else. But I think it was one ten eight six something like that yeah because i my uh second choice was the eight was zooming zooming patriot yeah that was a horse that i really liked and uh you know george told me to slam it but i was like <laughs> nah it, it's not gonna come like that and luckily i didn't because the 10 got up you know but uh the super paid terrible i thought i was yeah. gonna pay, i thought i was gonna get paid like 300 bucks that's, I played that's it for the 50 thing cents. i played it for 50 cents I, there's so many i i don't know i don't i don't want to say they're smart there's there's a few smart quarter horse players that are playing, Crush, yeah. and and they just hit so hard that when you can get on a horse and you can like throw one back there on a, on a replay, and you, you're gonna you're gonna play it back, and you finally get to it in the pick threes or the pick fours, that, and it's getting hammered down like that. That's you need like twenty to one shots <laughs> underneath that that you know have no form that you can throw out and make the price go because. Man, there's uh, pretty sharp guys out there. I, I made more money by playing the exact and the super. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> the problem wasn't the exact. The five, the one ten was paying like twenty bucks for a buck. Okay. I was like that's great. Yeah. I mean, you know, twenty four to one shot, but the one was super favored. Yeah, she was. But old. still, she looked like a lot. I thought the eight, you know, like I said, was was my second choice. But uh, the more I looked at, it, I was like, this one's gonna probably crush yes. you know but not, i'm not even gonna try and, and uh go too deep i didn't it, the one looks such a standout that i didn't even look at the one i, I was just looking two through nine yeah who's gonna finish second okay uh and it came back one ten eight or whatever happened uh so that was a derby in the futurity trump my record huge favorite again. yep the only horse that i thought that we covered that on, on air on tvg and i gave out the nine i was like i like the nine that was the only horse that i think could upset the four, but I need the four mm -hmm. to make a mistake out of the gate. The nine, the nine run the race, but the four just per professional out of the gate. It was over. Yeah, you, uh, such a stupid mistake I made. I'm sitting there watching. I had the the four single there. You know, I, I really liked that horse all year, and I'm sitting there watching the three. 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh uh, my god, is what, he he popped. Okay, we're we're doing good. Oh no, uh, he's, he's getting swallowed up. <laughs> and and George looked at me over and he's like, what is wrong with you? Like, what are you smoking? Like, <laughs> and I was like. Oh wait, he was a four, wasn't it? Oh yeah, okay. And, and then the nine came running, like you said. The nine, nine was a really good horse. You were on him. Uh, Martha Clausen was on was on that horse as well. Uh, very strong runner from the same barn. Yeah. Uh, you know, stable mate. They they go one two, but uh, I just needed the yeah, point to was, make any kind of mistake, but didn't. Yeah, he he's a legit horse. That's uh, happened to before where I think I'm watching the right horse. Yeah. But it's like the completely different horse. Dude, I watched the three load. <laughs> I watched it break and, and weaken, and only with the, like about probably 50 yards to the wire, I finally <laughs> realized that I had bet the four, and that was trump my record. So what is there's, that? There's a little gaff for me. What is that double return? I don't, dollar? Even, I don't even I didn't look I I already I, I kind of quit looking at payouts when I looked at the pick four <laughs> and it was paying uh, thirty dollars for for my uh, my 50 cent pick four I couldn't get any prices underneath so I only got one Ponce hit the the consolation race with a uh, expedite but uh, that was the only one I could get so uh, yeah made ten dollars it was a very profitable yeah, night yeah that's that's enough to buy <laughs> buy the that matter of fact that's enough to buy the new Spicy chicken strip combo at Jack in the Box. <laughs> that is true. Have you gotten it? I have not. I've uh, seen the ad. I want to get it. You know how big of a fan I am of their 99 cent tacos. Yeah. You get the four bagger there yeah. for two bucks on the way home and a, a chocolate shake when you're coming out of Los Al, but I'll definitely have to try these strips. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them a shot for sure. <laughs> uh, so that's a little recap about Sam Houston. Uh, something to look forward to. Our friends at Rioso almost, they're just days away, right? Do they open up this weekend? Mm. This week coming up? I think they do. You know, I haven't really seen anything on Twitter. They're, they they kind of had a countdown going of of how many days left. I think it was in the single digits, so it wasn't I, this I, weekend. I would say under ten days. No, it it wasn't this uh, weekend. Obviously, no. So it has. I but think I saw has. them. Uh, they were doing some uh, interviews on the local news. I saw Jeff True on, on Twitter mm. was was doing some stuff. So they must be pretty close to opening. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh the barn I'm on the lookout for is Trey Wood because he's been very quiet around the country, and so I think we have yet to see his best two-year-olds. And he usually does, you know, great at Riodoso anyway. But uh, I think we have have yet to see the best of Trey. Speaking of barns, how do you like my prediction for the Alabama barn this year? He is looking uh, very good. I, I'm a little scared uh -huh. to be honest. Mm -hmm. He all his horses are firing yes. coming into Sunday uh -huh. night. Juan Alleman. That's right. I, I, I picked uh, a lot of his horses here on kindergarten night. Yes. I, I will say I've done this before. <laughs> Alleman has burned me in the past when he's looked like he was loaded. So I, he better not do me this time. I, I hope your prediction comes but true. But uh, you're starting to believe that that, that trend, I, right? I did. Uh, I, I was playing his older horses. His older horses weren't firing as well, but yeah. all his two-year-olds have looked very yeah. good. I think that's that's uh, that trend is going to continue. Uh, but I've kind of... I've. I kind of remember you having trial nights where you've been. I think one trial night you were like heavy on Jose Flores. Oh yeah. One trial, another trial night. I remember you being, oh, Crystal does gonna sweep like six of them. Yeah. And of course Paul that Jones. one actually did good on, yeah. on, on uh, uh -huh. that on that one. Yeah. Caleb gave me a lot of credit, yeah. but yes, these other two. And then you've you you've had those trial nights where I think you've been on Barnes all night long. Like you've I think you've done the top four. You've done Jones, Flores, Odell. And uh, it sounds like Alamon could be in the mix tonight. Yes, uh, I've gone with a, a few Alamons throughout the night here. I, I try not to go uh, full-blown full, <laughs> full blown and put all my eggs in one basket. But, uh, 
yeah, PJ and uh, Flores, like I've said before, they're kind of they're kind of ones I'm wary of. All right, let's get down to business. Futurity season is upon us, and a round of applause for that, Curtis. We have been waiting. Trials for the Robert Adair Kindergarten Futurity is on tap, but we're gonna kick it off one race around the hook here. Yeah, just to spice it up, right? To get those those juices flowing. Yeah, and we're going for furlongs. Field of six here. Set the post. I don't have the morning line in my early past performances, so you'll kind of tell me a few odds if, if I ask for them. But race number one, four furlongs, claiming tag of 3,500. Field of six, who's your pick? I wanted to know if this was your idea to run this thoroughbred race <laughs> at the beginning of the night. I thought we had nine good fraternity trials, and here we're running this maiden four furlong at the beginning of the night. I was like, who did this? That is a question for the one and only... I think Professor G can answer that question. Uh, he's not going to answer it, and then we <laughs> ask him. But anyway, nonetheless, I'm going to go to the five-horse Princess Zen. Here for Keith Craig. You're Craig's complaining, mile. and we agree in the first race right <laughs> off the bat, and well, you're questioning this race? I, I mean, this is just a ridiculous race. I was so in quarter-horse mode for this thing <laughs> that I kind of just went the familiar connections of Keith Craig, Mile, and Vinny over here. Last time out, you know, they are bumped at uh, both sides at the start. Kind of got into the mix there. Chase was only down two and a half coming into the stretch. So I think that was a little bit better effort than looked. Weakened in the end. Before that, you know, had been weakening before. But, you know, with that trouble, still ran a better race than its previous three. So hopefully this horse is improving. And I like the percentages over a struggling Chris O'Dell that's hitting only at 7%. Wow. Princess Zen, we agree right off the bat. I just don't see a lot of early speed in this field. I think the five is going to be able to get brave on the lead and shake away from them at the top of the stretch. For second, do we agree? Because I like the six. Got the six and oh, second. Oh, unbelievable. Got Bad the exact. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> the, the horse has a little bit of a, a stalking type of style where she's never really too far back early on. And I think that's going to play key here from that outside post. So I'm going to go five, six. Do we agree on the third place? The four. Of course. Oh my I goodness. Mean, look at this. When you're looking at these main races, you got to go with the top trainers on the track, <laughs> yeah. right? Five, six, four. Simple as that. I I just feel like uh, from the inside runners, the two could be a little bit of a, of a, the horse that does a little bit of dirty work early on. Yeah. That could, that could maybe impact the pace scenario uh, and, and change the, the, the complexion of the race. But I really can't see one, two or three winning this race. Uh, so simple. I'll keep it simple. Five, six, four here. Yeah, exact order for me. Five, six, four. I think the six is going to be out there. I think we just question the five and the six stamina, and that's where the four is going to come into place with predominance. Horse is going to be stalking. Closed a little bit down the lane after pinballed at the break, and it's going to be second time Angie. So I got the same try as you. Five, six, four. All right, pretty simple to begin the night now. A round of applause once again. Let's get hyped up here for a trial <laughs> 300 yards in the distance. We got nine trials and everybody every trial but one of them has a field of seven right yeah so nine uh, eight with a field of eight and one with a field of seven here mm -hmm. so 300 yards is the distance for all of these trials uh, kindergarten top 10 fastest qualifiers advance to the finals before we get into the picks is there picks on the line is the belt on the line of course the belt is on the belts on the line pizza's on the line uh, I what more I, could you ask I haven't texted George. You think he still wants to go heads up with me? 
Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he would. Because you beat him last time, right? Yeah. So he wants a rematch. So, so you know he's oh, probably yeah, chomping he at the bit. All right. All right. I haven't talked to him, but he'll he'll want the rematch. Yeah, of course. I know he wants. All right. Let's get down to business. Race two, first draw of the night. Who'd you pick? I'm gonna try and upset the three here. Chikatita's favorite. All right. I, I know Cooper and uh, Hartley are really high on this horse, but I'm gonna go to the eight, Baltus Babe, here on the outside. Uh, the horse looked really well uh, coming into the races, but was previously scratched. Uh, when it was going to debut a couple weeks yes. ago there. But, I mean, has been really highly regarded here and draws the outside. Hopefully just a clean start uh, can get him ahead of the three Chikatitas favorite. And, uh, yeah, I guess off a Jones horse that was 3-1 to one on debut to ride. Yep, always Baltus a good angle. Babe. So that tells you a little bit here about the poker hand that they might have with Balta's Babe. I'll give the slight edge to the three because of the racing experience and the good favorite there. Uh, the good second, excuse me, 15-59 behind Chiyito Cartel. Uh, I think that's the fastest two-year-old race thus far, if I remember correctly. I, I believe so, yeah. yeah. So just to me, it just comes down to a little bit of an edge for racing experience. But the seven looked good in that 12-20 workout. Uh, two-year-old filly by favorite cartel out of the Separatist Mare. Play your card. Speaking of poker hands, play your card there on the damn side. So 3-7, pretty, uh, pretty simple. My third place score is going to be the two, favorite Mongoose for Monte Rosa, Jose Nicasio. Finished third on um, on debut back in April 12th. Second behind Invader. Uh, about three quarters of a length there in front of the third place finisher. Uh, I thought the energy past the wire was pretty good. Uh, 1582 was the final clocking. Uh, I think that one could improve. So 372 in the first trial of the night. Yeah, I like 8, 3, and then 2. Favorite Mongoose for, for third there. Uh, three eight two for me. Yeah, I think the people knew what you meant. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, well, maybe they didn't. I mean, you've Wait. been on Olamon. That Olamon is a seven horse. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Wait, did I, Professor send you all the entries? I, I, He's been known to do this. I, he he pulls some very heelish things, heelish tactics in the consensus. What? Let me see if I made a mistake, or if he made a mistake. Let me see. Drama building here on the Los Pony Studios <laughs> as I'm shuffling to these. Did you these get emails, all your works? Through these emails. Let me see. He's been known to do that. <laughs> He's been known to le leave out works of horses coming here in. Here we go. Consensus. Actually, I made a mistake. Oh, man. No. It's on you? It's on me. No. So, actually, I did like 372. So I'm chucking out Balta's Bay. You're, you're yes, checking it yes, out? Yes, 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 yes. Time out, time out. Yes, well, three, go, seven, two. Go back and tell uh, Did you talk up the seven? Three, were, seven, were no. Were you talking up the right no. horse? No. Look. <laughs> Look what it is. Juan Element <laughs> and Cardinal's worth that. All right, uh, take two. Yeah, go ahead. Take two. Take two here. Leonel Bugatti. Two-year-old Gelly by Kitty Up. Warm my form. I'll give the edge to the three because of the racing here that I talked about. But Leonel Bugatti, I like the improvement from the first row to the second row. And I've got a feeling uh, that this one can run there. Uh, hopefully, he can show it in the afternoon. So, three, seven, two. I'm not including the eight in my top three. Yeah. I'm using two experienced runners. But let me uh, give me Leonel Bugatti as as a two-year-old to watch here. I'll go eight, three, two for me. Ooh, there we go. I wanted <laughs> to make sure I was correct about that. Uh, it wasn't a typo. Uh, just I wrote down the wrong numbers, but I had the right night, the right name when I submitted. The picks. All right. We've got race number three, uh, second trial of the night. Uh, Field of eight, once again, who'd you pick? All right. I'm going with your man here, Holloman. Four, kid around. I think uh, we were both impressed on, on the debut. What's the morning line? 
eight to five on this horse. All right. That's going to be your your uh, morning line favorite. The eight lot of Saturday is going to be two to one. If if the odds would have been flipped, this would have been my lock of night. Uh, I had another one like that. Yeah. So uh, there was two hor- there was two or three races where like I hope when the I was waiting for the morning to come out, I was like I hope I hope he's a second to third choice, and then ah oh, <laughs> the favorite. But uh, this is one this is one that that looked good. Yeah, I, I thought uh, just broke well. Uh, didn't even break on top. Uh, I, I had this horse breaking second mm-hmm. and just really accelerated nicely, drew off by a length. Eyes Six's Eagle, I thought was finishing well along the inside. So I think uh, if that horse uh, can run, if Kid Around can run well, I think Eyes Six's Eagle will run really well later. And uh, hopefully uh, Alamon can just kick it off here and get and get another win for me. I think we've seen the the same thing that uh, on this trio of Philly. She she finished strong and. Uh, she was only purchased for nine thousand, so th- this looks to be a, a good buy as of now. Yeah. Considering what we saw on debut uh, for owner Jake Garvin Kelly, but it stopped the clock in fifteen seventy nine and looked to have plenty of run past the wire. So we will both land on the four. We uh, do we both agree the eight is the main threat? Yeah, yeah. I landed on him for Co- second or her from, for second. Yeah, coming in from Oklahoma, Oklahoma bred. Uh, one her debut. In that trial to the Oklahoma Futurity, did not qualify for the final, but did come back and run in Juvenile. Finished uh, troubled seventh there and comes into the barn of Christopher Odell and Eduardo Nicasio. So it looks like a two-horse race um, to me here. So let me... I like the three. And this is this is where I, where I, where I, where I, I can flip a coin. Um, I can either go 4-3-8 or 4-8-3. Okay. I, I I thought it was very. I was splitting hairs who I wanted to pick second. Uh, once the consensus get printed, you'll find it. You'll you'll find who I decided to pick. But I think it's the four is the winner, and the three and the eight are right there battling for second. Uh, no separating each other. Uh, I'll be back. Comes out of the same race as Chito Cartel and Chick's favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one for Paul Jones. Ayala takes over the mount there. So four three eight four eight three. Uh, I'll leave. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'm. I'm four eight three. I like. I'll be back uh, for third. You know, this horse kind of chugs along uh, when it runs. It. It's not the the quickest riding horse. It, it's kind of chugging out there, uh, bumped and just finished evenly behind those top two, Chiquito Cartel and Chiquitita's favor. That's going to be a really tough race there uh, to win. But you know, and it, it's drill. Uh, I thought on uh, April second, you know, broke okay, dueled and finished well, won by half a length, but. I think this horse just needs to get a little quicker early. Might be getting better with distance. All right, that is uh, race number three. Race four here. This is the field of seven. Uh, the only field of seven over the night here in these trials. We got one, two, three, four, five first-time starters mm-hmm. and two experienced runners. Very interesting race. Who'd you pick? This is going to be my prize play of the night. I'm Ooh. going to the six, Gray Invader. Look at you. I'm going to try to drop a little bomb down the early pick four. Felix Gonzalez. Jonathan Roman, you know, they, they've been doing very well in the two-year-old Felix races so far. Felix has been sneaking them in. Felix so that, has been sneaking them in. I mean, I, I'm not too thrilled with any of the other horses in here, so I'm hoping, uh, hoping Fields can drop another bomb in here. Uh, in the April 6th drill, I thought it was much to improve. Uh, broke in, uh, quickly gained the lead there, and won by a, a half a length while in hand late. Just uh, just going to forget about the March 30th drill. So, I mean, improved over a second there from first drill to the next. I like where it's drawn between two of the main rivals, Hawks, Valentine, and a political spell. So hopefully we can get a little price play with the six gray invader. Yeah, Felix Gonzalez there has been uh, pretty hot with the two-year-olds there. They've been running well from his barn. And everything from his barn has been running well here in 2019. Yeah. I like the five Hawks, Valentine best in this spot. 
was the was the post time favorite there on the view back on April twelfth. Uh, showed ability in that drill on March thirtieth and twelve thirty. Uh, but then he got out to the best of starts there from the rail and finished with energy there along the inside to get, uh, complete the trifecta. Uh, I think this one can move up here with with that race under his belt for second. I'll go to the seven eight political spell. Uh, trio filled by April political Jess out of Chalalita. Not Chalala, but Chalalita here, the daughter of Chalala. Uh, April 18th, there's three published workouts, 1250, then a 1290, and then uh, a sharper 1230 back on April 18th there. Draws the outside. Juan Alman looks to have another uh, two-year-old that can run here. And I like, uh, of course, I like the breeding a bit here for a political spell. So I'll go 5-7, and then the three, Erasmo Gasca and Jose Flores, both times nine, a Utah bred. By Cherbelin Times, uh, three drills as well. Uh, first one was 12:90, and then 12:30 for the next two. Uh, there's some run in this one. Uh, we'll see if this one can can kind of get out of the gate in good in good order. But I'll give a, I'll give that a look. I'll go five, seven, and three here in race four. Yeah, I like the uh, the three there for second. Bow Times nine. A turbulent times. This is the first uh, horse out of turbulent times I've seen at Los Sal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in the April sixth one. Uh, broke well, was dueled, and, and finished well. I liked it. It was uh, finishing well, won by a neck. And then April 23rd, it broke fast. It got a little green midway and then settled down and uh, came home nicely again. So I'm going to pick him in the second spot, and then I'm going to go to a political spell here on the outside. Uh, you already talked about it. This horse is bred to win early. Mm -hmm. And in that April 18th drill, you know, broke fast, was urged once, and, and drew off by three. So I'm going to go 6-3-7 and try and beat the favorite Hawks Valentine. Oh. First thing starters for the Hitman in race <laughs> number four. Race five, the pick six begins right here. Uh, field of eight set to post. Uh, we got only, actually all experienced runners in this race here. And we got a pricey horse by the name of Jessel Fabius Lady who was purchased for $230,000 at Ridoso yep. in that cell. Came back and finished second on debut there, beating just ahead behind Hold the Flash. Stopped the clock at 1595. Are you with or against just a famous lady? Chucked it out completely. No, you didn't. I just I watched the works. I I know this horse is quick early. It only lost by a head on debut, but it, she just kind of looks like one that breaks away really fast, and then I don't think she she can hold on at the end. So I'm just gonna try and uh, throw her completely. I'm gonna go to the two loose on Catella for our man Monty Arosa. He's hitting at 22 percent on trial, so you know Monty's always dangerous here on trial night. I thought he finished really well to Dreams Divine, a horse I like uh, later in the card. And that March 23rd drill, he got bothered at the start, was down a neck, and, and finished well uh, under a hand ride to win by a neck. So I think this horse still has a lot of run and uh, will be finishing well all the way through the season at Los Al. Surprise, surprise. We agree. <laughs> wow, we agree. I thought. I thought I Is thought... this our uh, obligatory uh, Monte Rosso uh, <laughs> sponsorship? Shout that... out to Monte Rosso there. <laughs> uh, he won yesterday in that trail race with uh, the 1 2 special. Yeah. I mean, uh, I saw that the, the Los Al Edge on Twitter thought that uh, his inside run of the, what was it, Separatist Dash had a chance yeah, a, yeah, yeah. had a, a chance against that horse. But, I mean, we were talking that horse maybe was a challenger for the champion of champions. Remember when I was hyping him up off of uh, off yeah. of workout? Yeah, I, I was surprised. I mean, horse went off one to nine like it should, and it won easy. So. I feel like if you search, Los, uh, go on Twitter and search Los Ponies and then the name yeah. of the one to special, you'll find tweets from 2015 when I was like, this horse is a monster. Watch yeah, out. <laughs> yeah we, there's a lot of us on there, and... Uh, 
But I mean, it, it's so hard to, to to get up there and win, no matter yeah. how good they look. Yeah. Once you get up to that level, it's hard to win. It's it. just hard. It, it's just like there's only so much levels that you can run at once you get up there. But uh, we agree, Lucian Cantela. I'm with you. Uh, I think this one uh, ran a good second there. Was closing the gap late, 1580. So I'll agree with you here. With and also Brett to be good with by, out of Katie Cantela there. Um, and then I'll go to the five. Mentorero for second. Uh, Paul Jones. Uh, this one finished second there. Uh, finished finished with good energy past the uh, past the finish there. This one ran April nineteenth. Yes, April nineteenth behind. Uh, finished second. Just a neck a nose in front of one chick on first there. Paul Jones. They went went off around two to one. Uh, but there's another one that kind of finished with good energy. Yeah. And and looks to be just fits the bill of a horse that should improve with that race under his belt. And for third, I'll go to the four. Uh, the four was a huge favorite. It looked like she was going to win by a length or two yep. out of, coming out of the gate. And then kind of just idled, right? Didn't have that yep, extra punch. Exactly. And that's the only that's the thing that concerned me about the four. Uh, I don't know if she kind of waiting on horses or just still learning how to run. But she kind of idled. She looked like she was uh, supposed to win, and, and she kind of waited for horses. So I'll go two, five, four here in race five. Yeah, we got the same exacta. Uh, I like the two. I like the five mental air. Uh, veered out, bumped, and, and was lugging out, but still had a lot of run, I thought. It could have gone way faster in 1587. Hopefully Ayala can just keep this colt straight. Then I'm going to go to the six, Valiant Lotta. Another horse coming in from uh, Remington for Chris O'Dell. I like the training race there uh, on March 6th. It, uh, finished second in there. Went 1383 for 250 yards. And then in the uh, maiden race there, Zooming Coronado is a, a very highly regarded horse for I think for Stacy Charay Hill, and uh, and then Mr. Perry Hawkins second came back to win again. So that'll probably be a very productive race. Valiant Lotta had trouble in there, so uh, hopefully second time a little more experience as Philly can improve. Jose Nicasio there takes the man on the six for Christopher Odell. Recap: I go two five four. Two five six. Race number six here, um, the fifth division of the Robert Adair Kindergarten. Uh, Futurity trials. We got a field of eight. Two runners, our first time starters, the inside and the outside. The inside went 1240 on April 9th. The eight, Florida Coup, went 1250 on April 9th as well. Aleman on the inside. Paul Jones on the outside. Who'd you pick here? Went to the five, Chaito Cartel. Yeah. Visually impressive. I mean, Lindolfo's my man. Everybody, he's my most clutch <laughs> trainer for me. Ayala uh, sticks aboard this horse. He could have ridden the, the three. Uh, for Paul there, but uh, he, he sticks with the five. Of course, uh, he beat Chikatita's favorite in that duel. Uh, they went heads up and went 15-59 there, and uh, I, I'm just going again uh, to the five. I think he goes straight and strong and wins the sixth. I kind of feel like he's he's maybe the the most standout horse in, in the trials. Like, if he runs his race, I think he should win yeah. pretty comfortably. Uh, wasn't it this... Didn't don't, didn't we talk that this horse was not nominated at all? They made a they had to make a late payment then to get into here. But I remember. You no, know, I don't know. I can't. I kind of remember saying, "Wow, did you see how big that horse run?" And this yeah. horse wasn't nominated. I might have missed it, or might have been another horse. But I'm almost positive it was this one. Um, so I wonder if they late nominated. Obviously, they late nominated. But uh, how much does that cost? Ten grand? You know, I'm not sure. Twenty? But I, I could see. I could see. You know, it's it's bred by uh, the Diaz's. They didn't buy this one at the yeah, sale. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure they don't they don't pay a whole lot of horses into it. But I mean, 
probably going to be seeing something uh, <laughs> further down the line. What a breeding job and what a job to get this one ready to go. Yes. I mean, uh, to stop the clock in 15-59 on debut, uh, Ayala stays aboard. Definitely looks like a top contender here. 5-2-7 for me here. Corona required there. Uh, another one that is nicely bred. Bred to be a good one here. Uh, finished fourth there on debut. Was a heavy favorite. But didn't get out to the best of starts. But still finished with some energy there. And, uh, and stopping the clock in 16 seconds flat. The winner uh, stopped the clock in 15.67. But this one had plenty of run there despite the, the, the sluggish start. And then the 7 Corona and the Moon Flash for Felix Gonzalez. 7-1. Uh, this could be a sneaky price play, I think. What else, what's the morning on the 7? 15-1. to 1. There you go. That that could be the long shot right, right there for Corona and the Moon Flash. 7th uh, there, but just didn't didn't get a... Wasn't able to kind of stretch the legs. Just draw a line through that effort. I think this one is better than it looked. Uh, she, he was purchased for 57000 at the Los Alamitos Equine sale. And had worked 1240 and 1250 prior to the debut. And Julio de Torre, when he rides for Felix, watch out. He can get him out yep. of the gate in uh, in a hurry. So I'll go five to seven here in race six. Yeah, we got the same exact picks. Uh, going to the two, Corona required. Let's give him another shot. Uh, I'm sure you saw the, the all the works. Uh, he had very good works and just kind of lost his path uh, there at the beginning. So we'll give him another shot down in the two hole. But I am shocked that he went with the seven Corona's wow. Moonflash. I thought this was going to be my sneaky play of the night. <laughs> we're not... We're, None of us is, are going with Scoop. There it is. Yeah, I, I mean, it, well-bred, Corona yes. Cartel, Scoop of Sunshine, of course, but uh, I thought just worked too hard in, in a time of 1592. Yeah. Like, it was a grinding effort. Yeah, I, I wasn't really impressed. I, I thought breeding like this uh, should have performed a little bit better than that. So, yeah, that's it. I went 5-2, and then the 7 Corona's Moonflash. Uh, I really like the works. When we first started talking about the works, yeah. um, I was speaking of, of this horse in the 12-5 drill. I, I thought was way better than looked. And then the March 23rd came in, was down, and uh, just drew clear there. And then I was just disappointed in the yeah. start against the the Invader uh, uh, race for Mike Robbins there and favorite Mongoose. Just bumped twice. So hopefully we can actually see what this horse is made out of. All right, five to five to seven. We agree in race Same number thing. six. Race number seven. The start of the late pick four. Wait, we've gone through six races and no no sirens just yet? Nope, not yet. Unbelievable. Not, at least not for me. All right, all right. Race seven <laughs> here. Uh, sixth division, first leg of the late pick four. Field of eight, two first-time starters, the six Hellfire for the Martin of Ricardo Guillen, and the eight CM Singing in the Blues for Nick Lowe. Who'd you pick here? Going to the five. Cartel just rocking for Cooper. Bumped at the start and... Just powered clear. I mean, I I think this is one of the most visually yeah, just visually impressive looking, yeah. two rolls that we had seen. Look, the the time wasn't blowing us away, even though fifteen seventy three yeah. still a great time. Uh, but you know, just looked really strong in there. Uh, had worked against Cooper's horse that we were talking about, Chikatita's favorite. Correct. Uh, got outworked, but not by much. There, you know, wasn't embarrassed and, and came back and just ran a monster one. And I, I know Eddie's uh, really high on this horse, and it's drawn in between two horses. Uh, that I don't really think have too much of a shot in here, so I think he's drawn well here. And we talked about how visually impressive, and it was, it was kind of like she kind of figured things out midway, and she was like, "Oh, I can do this," and then she's like, yeah. "Bye bye." <laughs> she scooted away from them from by a length and a half, and and Eddie was not really asking. It was kind of like he was just along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, so watch out for this one as it, as the distances get longer, uh, but. Yeah, she she definitely looks like the horse to beat. For second, I'm going to the seven. My diamond foos here. 
for uh, Rancho La Joya, BGR, and Juan Alamon. Second on debut, finished second by a head there at 8-1. to one. Comes out of the same race as Scoop Derritis, who ran in race number 6. Um, it was just game effort from the rail. Now gets off the rail and all the way to the outside in post number 7. Uh, that, I think that could be beneficial for this 2-year-old filly. For third, I'll go to the 3, I-6's Eagle, Christopher Adele. This one finished second a kid around. So maybe we'll see what kid around does and maybe we can evaluate evaluate <laughs> uh, there you go. How uh, how good I six is eagle might have looked based on uh kid around's run earlier tonight. But this one looked like a good second there. Eleven to one. Uh, completed that exact time in the time of fifteen ninety four. So a uh, couple of a uh, couple of horses that I that I think can improve and uh, and the stand out. So Five, seven, and three here in race number seven. Yeah, I got the same numbers, just a little bit different order here. I got the three I six is eagle. Uh, this horse is three to one second choice. I was hoping uh, would be the third choice over Secretary of Defense. Uh, would take a little money, but you know broke a little slow and, and uh, moved well down there along the inside. Gets off the rail. Then I'm going to the seven. My Diamond Foose here. Uh, Duel there with Scoop. There it is. Uh, I think is capable for a little bit more. I like uh, getting off the rail and into the seven hole and uh, that work on April 2nd there I, I think was uh, finishing better than looks. So hopefully she just shows a little bit more finish here in the seventh. So a little bit backwards, right? I'll go five, seven, three. Five, three, seven. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Race number eight, the final pick three of the night. No sirens? No. Nope. Oh my goodness. Not are we gonna yet. Are we gonna do a head-to-head? This could, this could turn into a head-to-head -head lock. Do we have a lock in I the mean, same race? I mean, there might race? be Pete's on live. We wow. have to go head-to-head -head with um, locks. Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's see. Race number eight, the final pick three of the night. Field of eight, we got one, two, three. First time starters, the one, Dreaming in Secret, to your Philly by He's Knows. He Knows she, She's... Blah, 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 blah. He Knows... He Knows Her Secret. There we go. Uh, out of La Rana 09. La Rana 09 competed here, I think. I, I can't think. remember. I think oh, I, I didn't didn't write it down in my notes there. Ariel but, Navarro bred in California, so yeah, yeah, maybe related so. to Eloy somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but a couple of sluggish workouts there from the rail. The two LTs Nado, Ricardo Guillen, Tirio called by Separatists out of the Corona Cartel mare, Getcha Cartel, 12:50 on April 13th, and then the four a dashing light, uh, Juan Alaman with another two-year-old 12:30 there. A first down dash out of uh, CC Delight. So one, two, and four, the first time Sutter's, and the six, excuse me, Carolina, Car Carolina Corona, uh, 1230, very, very, one of the best drills for the Jaime, Bor Jaime Gomez barn this mm -hmm. year. So tell me, first time Sutter or experience for you? As much as I like Carolina Corona, I mean, I thought this filly looked really good. I really would want her to have a race under her belt. Yes. I had to go to the five Diamond Rock. Sure. This one was... Yes. The most visually impressive of all the two-year-olds we've yeah. seen so far here. One right off the bat for Jose Flores. So uh, I mean, this thing just crushed him out there. Went fifteen fifty-six. I had Never to go. With, I had to go with this horse on top, but I'm going with the Jaime horse in second. I really liked her work there on April thirteenth. I just think she might need one race. Yeah, that was that would that's what it came down to me as well. You know, the five looked visually impressive. That race just. Once they get into competition, they get used to the lights at night. It just, it just seems like it's it's so beneficial for them. So of course I like the five, uh, the six. Yes, uh, twelve thirty visually impressive from the first drill to the second drill. Uh, Two year old filly by Corona Cartel out of taking some gold. 
uh, Jose Nicasio has the mount. So yes, the six is the exacto horse, and I think we agree. Uh, is the four your third horse? No. Okay. No. So I like the four. Dash in the light here. Uh, Two year old first down dash Col Philly, excuse me, uh, by Arasisi Delight, Juan Alaman. 12.50 in April 26th, uh, and then a little bit better, 12.30 there on uh, April 6th. Carla Huerta has, has the mount, and there's a homebred there for the Kessingers, for Randy Geiselman and Lila Kessinger. Uh, so, the experience in the middle, sandwiched by the first-time starters. I think that's how I see this race. So, five, six, four for me. Yeah, same exacta, but I'm going to go to the two. El Tiznado, ah. down there toward the inside for Ricardo Guillen. April 13th was off a bit slow and came in at the start, but got into stride and really finished strong to win by half a length. I mean, I really like the way this horse was moving there. And last year, I think uh, Ricardo Guillen dropped a couple big bombs here on, on kindergarten night, one of them being, uh, I believe it was Miss K.O., who sizzled down along oh, the that inside. Is true. Yeah, that is true. So uh, hopefully uh, history repeats itself here, and we, he's sitting at 15-1. to 1. So I'm going to go 5-6-2 El Tiznado down there toward the inside. Wasn't there like a... Like a, a Caritas horse or something like that? Wasn't that the other one? Oh, uh, engine, engine, engine Caritas? Caritas? I think it was that one, no? Yeah. I think it was that one. And Miss K.O. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, we were just at the mercy. I think they, they both paid like $60 <laughs> or something like that. And th that's the thing. Like, sometimes we, and this thing, you know, we always say this. We kind of get our minds trained to, like, we kind of... We kind of saw everything they needed to do in their debuts. Mm -hmm. But then they take a huge leap second time out. Like, horses really can go, you know, if they went point, you know, 1590, you'll see them going 1560. Yeah. Like, they can really take that leap the next time out. So, uh, and that's that's where the exotics can come in. That's where your tries, exactus, uh, supers, those, that's where you can build a little bit of case for, for underneath horses. So, 564 for me. 562. All right, we have arrived. There's two races left. You know what time it is. Hello, Daily Double. Daily Double time here on the quarters. And, of course, lack of the night. Oh, it's is, the... Wait, is this yours? No, no, no. It's okay, not mine, so, so no, it's got to be yours. All right, so no no, no head-to-head. <laughs> we, we dodged a bullet. I'm glad we finally got to one, okay, though. We got to one. It's going to be easy. Late double, single, single. Simple as that. And it is going to be the four handsome TD for Jorge Ferris. This one, uh, back in that April 6th round, 1240, Kind of got bothered and uh, dropped, lost a little bit of ground, but then got back into rhythm and finished strong, and then showed up on on uh, on debut to win from the rail at twenty six to one. Yep, what an effort there, uh, fifteen sixty seven. So I like how this one got the job done, and I, I like I like what I saw. Much more professional in the race than in the workout. That is why this one went off at twenty six to one. Uh, but obviously there's there's maturity here for this two year old. Uh, gelding by Tempton Dash. So, what's the morning line? Three to one. Oh, handsome TD. Lock of the night here for me, post number four. Yeah, the, the works uh, weren't that impressive there. Uh, granted, I'm not a big fan of uh, El Angel Corona, uh, but man, ran really sharp down there from along the rail. It's been uh, pretty good down there on the uh, inside. Has, yeah. uh, I think uh, that's another uh, key thing to watch uh, come uh, trial night on Sunday to see how the inside is playing. Possibly uh, even uh, watch it on Saturday night if you can. But, yeah, just ran a bang-up race there. El Angel Corona uh, was lugging in the whole time, but, I mean, held, held uh, there, drifted out a little bit, but still won in a time of 15.67. So I like him for second. I'm going right. to go to the five invader on top here for Mike Robbins. Came in with good works, uh, one of the top uh, horses in his barn, it looked like. 
and just ran to him. He broke well and just went wire to wire over favorite mongoose, uh, who I spoke about earlier, who I, I like to play back there. I think he looks pretty sharp there in the five hole. And then I'm going to go to the eight, Foxy's first kiss. A horse that looks very quick there. I mean, worked 12-3 right off the bat there on March 26. That uh, looked really good. And then it came back in the April 9th drill, threw the head, veered in, and wasn't really asked by Ayala, who stayed aboard. I uh, was going against another. I'm drawing a blank on who the horse was. It was like a favorite kiss uh, worker uh, uh, that ran the other night. But she looked uh, really quick as well. Uh, but anyway, lost. I have, I have so many horse names in my head right now. Yeah, and and so, but I thought it was key that that horse looked uh, really good in the work. But Ayala stayed aboard fa uh, Foxy's first kiss in there, so I, I think uh, he expected this horse to go about twelve ten, improving off that twelve three work, and draws the outside here. So I'm going to go five four eight. And I think we've seen uh, you know, this one two year old filly by Kiss My Hawks, Texas bred, uh, Bobby Simmons owner and breeder. Uh, I think we've seen a Kiss My Hawks debut winner on. Friday here at Los Yeah, we're starting to see a, a lot. I mean, just in these trials alone, I'm seeing yeah. a lot of different breeding yeah, so in that's, here. That's good there. Uh, so I'll go to the lock on the four. Underneath, I think Mr. Tornado, the two, one of the Felix Gonzalez runners at. This one, I want to say this one was like 15 to 1 on the morning or 12 to 1 and got like bet down yeah, to 5 uh, to 1, right? <laughs> they knew on this one. Yeah, I mean, look, 12 70 and 13 10. Exactly. That, that was one we were just like, well, that, it's uh, Felix. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I guess. I get, he's been firing, so I guess <laughs> we shouldn't have left this horse out. But yeah, I didn't see anything from the yeah, works. Yeah, and then uh, Invader there for third. So, but I think I think that could be the the exact horses two and five. But for me, lock of the night, handsome TD. So four two five here in race number nine. Five four eight for me. Race number ten, the final trial of the night, and of course, lock of the night for Curtis. That's right. We're just going with the uh, the late lock double. I guess we could call it here. Simple, simple. I'm going to the one horse, Dreams Divine, here for Mike Ryan. He's going to be sitting at 2-1. to one. The favorite is going to be El Angel Corona on the outside, who I just spoke of. But uh, this came in uh, horse came in with some A-works. It's well-bred A-political uh, Jess out of Answer the Dream. That's usually some uh, one Alamon breeding lines. Uh, but here, uh, they sold it to Reliance Ranches. Do you have a price? Did they sell this horse uh, uh, at Rio Dos or anything like that? Which or? one? Dreams Divine? Uh, the one, Dreams Divine. $112,000. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is usually uh, very good breeding that mm -hmm. uh, ends up in Alamon's barn, but here Reliance purchased it and sends it out here under Mike Robbins. 12.20 in the first work, 12.30 in the second work, came out and just handled business, broke quickly, and, and uh, only was... Uh, up a length, one by half a length over Luson and Catella, who uh, we both said were really high on. Yep. But this horse was hand-urged the whole time. I think is uh, drawn well down there along the inside uh, next to a couple horses that I'm not very high on. So I'm going to go with the one. Dreams Divine is the lock of the night. Look at you. What's the morning right there? Two to one. Two to one. I have the one as my third choice. Third choice? Because I've got a <laughs> price play. This is my long okay, of the night. Okay, excellent. Price play. See if you can guess who it is. Spectacular Corona. Money, money, money. Oh. Yes, Spectacular <laughs> Corona there. Yes. And uh, this one, you know, I was a little disappointed with the, with the debut. Finished fourth as, as a betting favorite. But uh, I'm willing to give this one a little bit more, another try here. Uh, of course, the breeding jumps out of the page. Corona Cartel had a separate fire. Mm -hmm. uh, bred to be good. Worked worked twelve fifty and then twelve forty. Uh, did look flat on debut, but based on the breeding, I think this one could could kind of mature into a little bit of a 
a little bit of a price play here. So my long shot is going to be the five on top. Then I'll go to the eight, Elanca Corona. Based on how high I am on Handsome TD, mm -hmm. I respect the second place finish here from Elanca Corona. And I like the outside draw for this one because this one lugged in last time out. Tonight draws that outside again. So if this one begins to lug in, hopefully he's he's clear from that outside post to to kind of have a little bit of room to to uh, to run. So five eight one dreams of mine there. Everything you said lines up there. Uh, if if she breaks like she did, she did. She should have no problem from the rail. Mm -hmm. uh, that is the only question mark for me there. That inside post, but based on the breeding, based on the talent, based on that win, uh, she looks very very tough. So. Five eight one for me here in race number ten. I'm gonna come with a little price here in in the second spot. I'm gonna go to the six. Thanks for that for one Alamon. I like the April six drill. Got bumped, dueled, and uh, was urged right-handed, and only lost by a neck. But that was to five bar jackpot, yes. a horse that uh, we really liked in the debut. Uh, nice winner there for Alamon. <laughs> Uh, that horse that, that didn't, that didn't come back. Uh, no, because it was too close. Yeah, well, oh. I don't know. We, we're thinking this race uh, was two weeks away yes. instead of one. So you asked me if he was going to wheel him back, and I was stupid and was like, oh, of course we're going to wheel him back. But then I was like, oh, wait, that's next week. Don't worry about yourself. I sounded <laughs> stupid on TV because on TV after the win, I was like, I hope they wheel him back for the trials. Yeah. And the trials were just eight days away. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad I didn't go on national <laughs> TV and say it. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's a horse to watch for uh, Ed Burke Charles. Yeah, and uh, this horse only lost by a neck uh, in the drill. So I, I think uh, that 1230 uh, work there on April 6th is going to look nice. Then I'm going to go to the eight horse, L. Angel Corona, who lugged in badly. Yes. Usually they win uh, uh, doing that move. Usually the, every time they lug in badly from the outside, they usually get the job done, but just lost to uh, nose to a handsome TD there. But draws the same outside post here. Hopefully, Cruz can keep this horse straight. All right, that is. Those are the trials for the Robert Adair Kindergarten Futurity. Uh, nine trials, top ten fastest advance to the final. But yeah, like for some reason, I kept thinking <laughs> we're still one more week away from the trials. For yeah, some that's what that we kind of threw me off. When we start watching trials all over the place, you just, like we said, you start looking at everything, and uh, it's not like thoroughbreds where. Where they just come back in one yeah. stakes race, yeah. you like you got to have the trials and then the finals. So, I made the mistake as well. Don't feel bad. Uh, so that is the that is the, the trials there for Sunday. Uh, why do you why do you think Five Bar Cartel was run a week before? Do you think they would have just waited for the trials? Maybe the only thing I could think of, maybe they're so high on this horse. They don't care. They're just trying to get them in line with the other ones. They're trying to keep on the same schedule and just go into the Ed Burke Million. That's and because and also uh, because you know uh, I love that horse because based on what I saw, I thought he can be a good finisher. Mm -hmm. Maybe they thought he wasn't going to be as sharp for three hundred, so maybe they thought let's let's give him a race and then wait for the longer trials. Yeah, because I think the Ed Burke are three fifty. Are they? Yes, I think they are. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, that that's the only thing I can think of. If you're not paid in, yeah, then you just want to keep them right in line, kind of. You know, that's kind of your training schedule and race schedule. Just keep them right in line there with the other horses, and hopefully it pans out. And then another thing to kind of give you clues whether horses are live, did they get late supplemented, right? So oh, like like yeah, the, of course uh, yeah. So that I think that Lindolfo horse definitely got supplemented. Yeah, I know there's not. I don't think there's very many that you can supplement here. No. It's not like uh, other other quarter horse tracks where you can pretty much late supplement into everything. I, I know the Super Derby. Yeah. Uh, that's the one, and uh, 
was it um, Z Wayne Trials for the Champion yeah. Champions? Speaking of late supplement, Chocolatito, oh what a monster! And you were you were looking for that horse. You were oh. like, "Where's Chocolatito?" Yeah, I was man? waiting all year long. I was like, "Where's Chocolatito and where's Transcend?" Transcend, I yep. still haven't. Haven't yeah, we, yeah, we haven't. Because uh, right when you said that, I, I started watching a couple two-year-old works, and there was the work for Chocolatito. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he just looked like an absolute monster out there. He was he was pulling Vinny out of the saddle. I mean, that was that was a by far one of the most impressive three-year-old debuts I've seen ever. And we're back. Sorry, we got cut off there for a second, but let's pick up the chase. We we're just talking Chocolatito, probably one of the most impressive debuts. Of a three-year-old in recent memory, uh, I expect him to see him. Hopefully, you know, I don't think he, when I looked at the entries, I don't think he was paying into a lot of things. But hopefully, we get to see him. Maybe Champions Night, maybe uh, that's July, and then maybe PC Creature. That that we maybe we could see him there. Yeah, uh, we were saying you could probably expect him to be in the Spencer Childers. Yeah. On uh, on. Um, Champions. California Champions Night. I'm sorry. And then uh, you can always buy a berth uh, into the sale uh, derby there. And uh, just to keep a look at them for, uh, down the line there in all the big races because, I mean, if, if Doc's paying you in, that means he really believes in you. That's uh, one angle I said before. If he's uh, putting you into trials, uh, he can't put all of these horses in. So that means that uh, he is really confident in them. Uh, and for sure, I think you can supplement for sure in the Super Derby. So we'll see him there. Everything goes well. Um Another one where I was kind of waiting for is Transcend. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard anything just yet. I haven't seen him pop up in the work tab. I know we kind of, I saw when I was going through the two-year works, and you mentioned this as well. I seen Chocolatito listed as a solo work. I was like, oh, yeah. here we go. Let's see what he has. It looks smooth, but boy, I didn't was not expecting this like monster effort from him. Yeah, I mean, he just exploded there. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know if any knew what he had underneath him. I don't just, uh, I forget, what did he go, 1653? Was that the clocking or something like that? Something ridiculous. I mean, it, it was the one of the fastest times we've seen in a long, long time. I mean, he was just raging with run. Uh, the longer distances should be no problem. Uh, that's what we've always expected out of him, uh, that he's going to be a strong finisher. And uh, hopefully uh, everything goes right for him. And uh, Transcend, who I wasn't a big believer in, he really panned out nicely toward the end of the year. Yeah. And I think that's another horse uh, that uh, has grown into a, a closer role. And... Uh, can really finish strong at the end of races. By the way, fun fact: Do you know Chocolatitos two wins have been when I've made him the lock of the night? You guys are like kindred spirits. Uh, now, now, now I have to pick him every time. Uh, I, I might have to do the 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 audible that no matter what price he is, I'll probably make him the lock of the night. I, I tell you what: if he goes off fair, we'll let Chocolatito <laughs> be your lock of the night. You can throw I, out I all the to. rules. I have to. I mean, at this point, I don't want to jinx him. I mean, we have very few personal horses I, I think that's that's one thing i could say uh we kind of keep it uh, uh objective yeah you know we don't carry around a lot of personal favorite yeah. horses uh when when we're handicapping but uh definitely if uh chocolatito comes up he could be your new yankee you could uh, you could to. ride him he's I, been more productive for you than yankee oh, at this correct? point yeah for sure <laughs> at this point for sure uh we we all kind of have those horses uh chocolatito has turned out to be kind of one of those horses that we kind of expected and and uh, luckily has developed now nicely. Uh, when we mentioned Tarzanito, Mr. LaSalle, we like immediately talk yep. about Mr. LaSalle. Powerful favorite, that's Mr. LaSalle. Yeah, that, that was one. 
uh, we shared because we, we had looked through the sales book um, uh, for the low sale equine sale, and we saw that horse, and it was it was right after um, the Revenant. Yeah. And uh, same family, same bloodlines there, and the horse just looked great. I was hoping possibly mm -hmm. they didn't go that high, yeah. and maybe uh, our partnership could buy him, but no, he sailed right past the 88000 something oh. like that. And what, what was going to be the high bid on, on the partnership over here? Uh, we've got one time we bid 80, we bought a horse for 82000 one time. It was right after hard hitting, so I think they were feeling pretty good. <laughs> and uh, it ended up being Hawk Moss de Nero. It was the first baby out of Corona Moss Fina, that very oh, yes, productive yes. mare for uh, Elena Andrade, Andrade, Andrade and Steve Burns. And uh, we got into a bidding war with like uh, Billy Smith, who is a pretty big owner. He was with Cody uh, Jensen at the or Cody Joiner, I'm sorry, at mm. the time. So we were going against some pretty big money. And even afterwards, he came up and he was like. Yeah, I tried to get this horse over here, but they kept bidding me up, and I finally couldn't bid anymore. And he goes, who'd you get, Chuck? And he's like, oh, we got a... Uh we got Hawk Moss de Nero. I was like, that's who I was, I was going against you. 82000 What are you guys thinking? I thought I was going to get that horse for 20000 So, yeah, sometimes it's funny. It just works out like that. Sometimes you get steals, and sometimes you got to go for it. Man, it's... it's And futurity season always brings that that excitement of, you know, what what do we have underneath us, you know? It's, it's, it's always a fun season to... To kind of enjoy, uh, of course, a lot of the tracks around the country got going already. Futurity season is underway around the country, but at Los Al, we start with the Robert Adair Kindergarten Futurity. Before I let you go, um, did I hear there's a little bit of a side wager between Professor G and George on uh, Celtics and Bucks? Oh yes, uh, the George has the Celtics. Okay. Uh, Orlandito has the the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Celtics crushed the Bucks in Game One. Yes, and, and George was texting Orlando, saying, "I'll let you out now. I'll <laughs> let you off the hook. You don't have to go to Round Table and get the expensive pizza. I'll let you just chicken out now. You can go anywhere you want." And now Orlando's saying to George, "I'll let you out now. <laughs> oh, Whatever pizza you want to buy." <laughs> now George is looking a little worried because the, the the Greek freak has looked like the Greek freak in the last two games. Yeah, I, he's like. A more athletic Shaq when I see him down low. I see him, he he does the spin moves, bodies him up, and he can just dunk right over people. But, I mean, he's just too much to handle right now. By the way, did you see the four-overtime four thriller last night? Uh, no. Portland and Denver? No. They went to four overtimes. Did they really? And in the fourth overtime, the final seconds, Jokic gets fouled. Down to Denver, yeah. Jokic gets fouled, goes to the line. Two free throws to tie it and send it to fifth overtime. Uh-huh. Bricks the first one. Oh my gosh. So then uh, did he intentionally miss the second no, one? No, they hit the second one. Oh. But I think he set the record for the most minutes played in a game ever since like 1950 or something like that. And, and for a big man, that's impressive. <laughs> and, but did you stay up to watch all of it? No. So I was here in the press box after the races. Yeah. And uh, it was first overtime. And I was with Professor G and uh, Viva La Carla. We were watching the Dodgers and, and, uh, and the basketball game. And it went to second overtime. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm leaving. Yeah, Dodger game over, and that one was going second overtime. We're like, we're leaving. I get home. I'm like, let me watch the highlights. Four overtime. Oh like, my I went god! To, like I went, I got myself a burger, some fries. Yeah. I was chilling, going got to a couple bakers. Yeah, and I was like, four <laughs> overtime. And watch yeah. the highlights. Jokic was gassed. Really gassed. That's what I mean for a big guy to play that yeah. many minutes, but he's so important to his team yeah. that. Yeah, I, I could see him leaving him in there. You but know who was I had no for, clue for the Blazers, Rodney Hood. Okay. You know with the Cavs, didn't he miss free throws with the Cavs? Like Keith 
Fritos with, with LeBron? Uh, I vaguely remember. Right? Like, I mean, there was always, like, some cast of characters yeah. that would... And over here... always like, just don't blow up for LeBron. <laughs> and over here, he's, he's, uh, he's like, uh, he's shooting threes. He's, he's being the, the... He played the game of his life. Yeah. It's amazing uh, what a little bit different scenery and uh, people <laughs> around you can do for your game. <laughs> By the way, there are strong rumors that Ty Lue is going to be your next coach. <laughs> Do we have to hire former Lakers? I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry, but that is that is ridiculous. The Lakers need a stern coach. That's what they need. Of course, they're not going to get that because LeBron's oh, LeBron, there. Yeah. I totally get it. He's picking his own guy. But, I mean, the Lakers need some structure here uh, with the young talent they have. They need somebody to rein in LeBron. I don't Whatever. I'll, I'll take him, I guess. <laughs> Who <laughs> else are we going to get? Answer me this question. Who do you think has a better shot at landing Kawhi, Clippers or Lakers? Oh, Clippers. Really? I, I think so. I, I think from you, all, all the talk I've heard, he, he's not really a fan of playing with LeBron. I think as many people have reported that, I think it, you know, if, whether there's smoke, there's fire. And like I said, the Clippers got a lot of role players that, you know, are, uh, that are willing to sell out for the team. And Kawhi fits in right, you know, right there. But he's rolling pretty good with Toronto, yeah. right now. But I, I'm, I'm questioning whether he stays there, like everybody else. I've got a fifty-dollar future wager on the Sixers to win mm-hmm. it all. I like fifteen to one or something like that. They're up two-one, two correct? One, so I need to keep winning. I need yes. to keep winning. So that's the only future wager I have rolling right now. Uh, I bought Professor a five-dollar future on the Clippers at what tw- hundred. Two fifty to one or something like that. He's so cheap, <laughs> five dollars. <laughs> but credit to him, he didn't even give me the money. I bought it for him. Like he didn't even ask for it. Oh it my god! It was well, a gift. It, you know what? It was a That's gift. That's how cheap he was. He wouldn't have played it unless you bought him that <laughs> ticket. I've seen him maybe one time make a make a bet when there's like a, a show plunge that that he can go into. He like goes into one of his cabinets and dusts off his voucher, <laughs> and uh, luckily the ticket can still read the faded ink on the thing. You, you think he bet the the three horse race we had on Friday night, Lasan? I don't know. You should have bet that exact or that try. Uh, I it's thought a, I thought the exact was a slam dunk. So of, at that of point, like that's what I was telling. I was like, why if the slam the the exact looked easy? Yeah. Why would you play the exact if there's only one horse to complete the try? <laughs> exactly. What, right? The exact paid a dollar forty. What did the try pay? Do you remember? Hold on. Hold on. I don't even remember. I, need, I think I need to bring out the cash register for this one. But I mean, I, I thought it was going to come train seals. <laughs> The trifecta paid a dollar and fifty cents. Oh my goodness! <laughs> better than playing the stock market. Exactly. You got one or two of your money. One or two. Well, well deserved. Whoever, whoever uh, went in deep on that. Shout out to Scotty McKeer because on air, the last final race, he said, "Jose, I have two hundred fifty dollars left in my TVG account. Yeah, I'm betting a straight ice cold trifecta." He cashed it. So he got one or two in his money. There it is. To the brave go the winning. <laughs> exactly. you, you know, Scotty can go out on a limb like that and cold cock that trifecta. Did he call out ice cold trifecta on air? Yes, he did. I know he thinks he's pretty good at uh, stealing Weaver's tagline there. I keep telling him, you've been on air with me for over a year now. Yeah. You need to come up with your own thing. Exactly. Everybody's got to have their own their own little, uh, what was it? Caleb has the golden nuggets. Yes. Rich has uh, the pedigree yeah. analysis. Uh, Simon has the Lord of the Lawn. Yeah, Lord of the Lawn plays. Uh, I, you got the law. Uh, Les had the slam dunk. So, yeah. I mean, you got to tell Scotty to get with it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, he's got to come up with something. Come on, Scotty. <laughs> uh, 
Shout out to Scotty. He's a previous guest of the Los Buenos podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, he, he can take a joke. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's he's so he's such a uh, fun sport about it. That's why we have a uh, uh, so much fun on air. But uh, anyways, we got to get back to work. That's the show, and we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, bye everybody. <laughs>